Good morning, and welcome to The Wake Up Call. As we enter in, let's shake off the slumber of our busy lives and become aware of, attentive to, and attuned with our Lord Jesus, the Messiah. Lord Jesus, we lift our hearts to you. We set our minds on you. We fix our eyes on you, and we offer our bodies to you. Speak now, Lord, for your sons and your daughters are listening. Hear today's entry from Sarah Wink. Wake up, sleeper, and rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. It is Thursday, December 22nd, 2022, in the year of our Lord. Our series this December is called When Light Breaks In, Considering the Light of Christmas. And our entry today is called A Savior. From the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, verse 11. Hear the word of the Lord. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. Now consider this. One sentence to change the world. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. Today. Right now. Not sometime down the road. Not with the hope of long-awaited prophecy to be fulfilled. Now. The angels were declaring the inbreaking reality that their Messiah and Savior had been born. This one life-changing sentence was the majestic message of the angels, accented with the light of the very glory of God, a message so powerful that it left the shepherds trembling and, simultaneously, closed the gap on generations of darkness. And to leave no question about what is unfolding, when I'm sure those hearing were surprised or confused. The angels made sure to clarify exactly what was happening. With no minced words or room for interpretation, the angels announced that a child has been born, and that child was the Savior of the world, their long-awaited Messiah and Lord. One child two very different gifts born into the world. And to make sure that we don't miss the significance of this moment, we have to recognize the gift that has been given to us by these two different complementary characteristics of the Christ child. The angels announced the Savior of the world. The Messiah had come. A Savior is, quite literally, one who saves. If a Savior has come, that means they've come to save us from something. As we mentioned a few days ago, the birth of a Savior declares a need for salvation. The darkness of sin had clouded creation from the earliest moments. When humanity chose its way over a life of trust, worship, and obedience to God, we chose a life of eternal darkness. With no way to rescue ourselves, 
our only hope would be for God to make a way and break through the darkness with incredible light. For the darkness to leave, a Savior would be necessary. Particularly, the death of a Savior would be required. The elimination of darkness would require death. The reign of the Lord, that establishes light, eternal light. Lordship requires rule and reign, and a people who will follow its leading. Lordship lives in worship and gratitude of the one who reigns. One pays for sin and death, eliminating the darkness. One welcomes in light as it rightfully sets right what was undone, returning all things to the order of worship, trust, and obedience to God alone. One remedies the consequences of choosing sin. One returns order to its original intent, before sin was chosen. One, a savior, requires our repentance. The other, the Lord, requires our joyful, ongoing submission. One gift to restore what's broken, and another to redeem the consequences of it. As we receive the announcement of the angels with awe and trembling wonder of its inbreaking reality, this light of Christmas is truly the good news that the angel promised as it ushers in our Savior and Lord. This Advent, as we prepare these final days of his arrival, may we be ready to receive him as both our Savior and our Lord. The prayer. Almighty God, we are in awe of your inbreaking glory and the way it moves in on darkness with such power and earth-shattering promise. We praise you for entering in to remedy and reset what has gone so horribly wrong. For the Savior and Messiah we need, given so generously for our sake, we share our overwhelming adoration and gratitude. Hear our hearts of repentance that recognize our deepest need for you. And with that gratitude, hear our adoration and submission to you as our Lord. We know that it is only by the gift of both your salvation and your reign that we can know the glory of your light. As we edge ever so closely to that glorious day of your forever reign, help us to live as if you already are. For we recognize that by your life, death, and resurrection, you're already on the throne. In Jesus' name, amen. The question. As we hear the news of God's glorious light breaking into our darkness and hear defined exactly who the Christ child is, take some time to consider who he has been to you. Though I assume that those invested in reading the wake-up call have entered into the life-changing relationship 
of repentance and redemption in Christ Jesus, I would be remiss in overlooking the opportunity to say, Have you found Jesus to be your Savior? Has he eliminated the darkness of sin and death in you by your repentance and his forgiveness? Because sometimes we can live a lifetime declaring Jesus as our friend, our source of hope, and intercessor in prayer, but we have neglected the basic but essential need for his forgiveness. And if the angels declare that Jesus is Savior, Messiah, and Lord, where does the Lord need to reign in you? Where do you need to return things to the rightful place of joyful submission to Christ? The return to his way of doing things. Is there a darkness you've held on to that needs to be brought into the light of surrender to your Lord? Though Christmas morning is not yet here, it feels fitting today that we sing to our Savior and King. Now, this song, in this moment, may come with some controversy. Some people say that this song should be reserved for Christmas morning. Others say it's a song of Advent, declaring the coming return of Jesus as Lord and King. As we sing that beautiful Christmas song, Joy to the World, I'll let you decide for yourself. From our great Redeemer's page, praise, page 201. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her King. Let every heart prepare him room. And heaven and nature sing, and heaven and nature sing, and heaven and heaven and nature sing. Joy to the world, the Savior reigns. Let all their songs employ, while fields and floods Rocks, hills, and plains, repeat the sounding joy, repeat the sounding joy, repeat, repeat the sounding joy. No more let sins and sorrows grow, nor thorns infest the ground he comes to make his blessings known far as the curse is found far as the curse is found far as far as the curse is found he rules the world with truth and grace and makes the nations prove the glories of his righteousness and wonders of his love 
and wonders of his love and wonders and wonders of his love for the awakening i'm sarah wank we hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you and thanks for listening to the wake-up call powered by seedbed be sure to share this with a friend leave us a rating and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall.